the Midday Market Podcast for Thursday on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing for our Midday Market Discussion. And John, what are we seeing taking place in the grains today? It's kind of a choppy day in the grain markets overall, especially corn and soybeans. We've seen negative to positive, now drifting back negative again. Not a lot of news. I think a lot of it's tied to the end of the month here in terms of uh, February coming to an end, going into March. Maybe some position squaring into that window. You know, the biggest thing of the day today was export sales this morning. Solid numbers for corn, right? At about just over that million metric ton mark. That's what we like to need to see. Soybeans continue to be extremely weak. You know, just uh, basically 5 million, 6 million bushels of soybean sales last week. You know, that's just not what this market needs. We're still struggling against the price of those South American beans going forward. You know, over the wheat side, 12 million bushels of sales there. So again, that's a, so- a solid number in terms of within expectations. You know, but we're watching that wheat market try to handle prices on the global scale. Russian wheat is extremely cheap. They got another big crop coming and that's going to kind of drive the global wheat price here you know and that's one of those things that keeps that market lidded so at least like i said choppy day so far today we'll see where we close as we move into friday tomorrow and the the start of march and john we don't always talk about the wheat market a lot here during our discussions but it does you know move the marketplace from time to time it tends to be the driver and you mentioned right now those prices depressed because really just u.s wheat not as competitive is that going to be the case here for a little bit of a stretch you know, that's probably going to stay the, the, the norm here. Again, the Russian wheat crop and their ability to export products and uh, at a lower price level just really makes it very difficult for wheat to put much of a rally together here without some type of a, you know, risk on the supply side. And we just don't see that yet here at this window. And uh, so it's something we'll have to continue to watch. But again, you know, Russian wheat, again, is significantly cheaper than the rest of the world. And uh, again, just when U.S. prices start to get a little bit of movement, it just seems it turns into the limit on top of that market overall you know plus also too you know we're not a major supplier of the global export market for wheat and we got a lot of the countries besides the european union and russia you got the ukraine you know even south america now between argentina and brazil putting wheat on the export market you know it's just become a market now that we're just not that big of a player in and uh, again that price uh, scale just keeps things a little bit difficult for that wheat market to rally unless there's some type of supply disruption you know through a geopolitical event or a strong weather event. On the other side of the ag marketplace, it's been a little bit more friendly for the protein sector recently. How do things look today? You know, cattle market had kind of a rough day yesterday, kind of followed through on some of that selling pressure, at least to start today. Now, we're still a little bit negative here, but we are starting to work off the lows, watching to see how cash trade comes together, hearing a lot of 183 uh, in the southern tier. That's going to be steady with last week. The February live cattle contract does expire here today as well. I think that's some of the reason we're seeing some selling pressure. Here's when we get those expiration windows, we just get a little extra volatility. The feeder market was actually poised for a little bit of a pullback, and with the recent strength in the corn market, I think triggered some selling yesterday, and even kind of getting a little follow-through today as well. Uh, down into the hog side of the equation, a little bit of a bid coming in today again, so we're still liking what we're seeing in the hog market, the trend higher in the cash index, even though we still have a bit of a premium futures over the cash, so that does keep things maybe a little bit limited in that April contract, but we're all over that $100 mark out there, June, July, and August, and those summer hogs, that's usually a window we want to make sure the producers are starting to think about the defensive side and making sure we protect good value. John Heinberg of Total Farm Marketing, our guest at Midday. John, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? 
Share Mark, love chat with them anytime. Give me a call, 800-334-9779. Shoot me an email at John H at TotalFarmMarketing.com. And then don't forget that website of ours, TotalFarmMarketing.com. John, thanks so much for the time here today. Have a good day, and we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds great. Have a great day. That was John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. It is time now for a check of the midday numbers. At midday, March corn is up two and a quarter at 415 and a half. March soybeans down one even at 1133 even. March soybean meal up $2.90 at $334.20. March soybean oil up 13 cents at $44.79. Chicago wheat up nine even at $580 even. Minneapolis wheat up three even at $6.54 and three quarters. Kansas City hard red wheat up one and a half at $5.97 even. March oats down three even at $3.72 even. On the Merck, April live cattle down 57 cents at $185.55. March feeder cattle down $1.35 at $248.25. April lean hogs up 57 cents at $86.57. April pork cutout unchanged at $93.30. Class 3 milk is down 8 cents at $17.16. This has been a check of the midday markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. <laughs>